So welcome to the Last of Us Part Two spoiler cast with, well, the only two people who have played and finished the game. <laughs> uh, Mr. Scott Sedman was meant to be here, but he's not played the game, so we don't care about his opinion. Um, no, he hasn't watched it all. What did he say? He watched it all on YouTube. Though? Yeah, yeah, which would have been a really interesting um, point of view. So I'm sure get him on at some point to yeah. to talk about it but Ben you finished the game last week mm-hmm. yeah and I finished yes. yes I finished it about maybe about two weeks ago I don't know what is time but I've had more time to ruminate on it than you nice yes um, yeah I, I think it took me a about three weeks yeah. to get through it and those are lots of little sessions you know 20 mm-hmm. minutes here 20 yeah. minutes there a couple of bigger a few hour, two or three hour sort of sessions, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it took a while. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it's a long game. Um, I was just mm. getting like the run of the show together, and just like, oh my gosh, so much happened in this yes. game, um, and it's all told out of out of sequence in a non-linear fashion. So it's like it's even harder to remember. Oh, this went here. That that sequence went there. But um, so I'm sure mm. we'll get like the. We'll try and hit the big strokes, but um, it'll probably yeah. be all over the place at some point. But uh, <laughs> we'll probably go in, in the best order that we can. Uh, I imagine it's going to run on a bit long, so we might do it over two parts. But we'll cross yeah. that bridge when we come to it. Uh, so cool. first of all, then, mm-hmm. your relationship with The Last of Us. Um, for me, it's I've always said it's my favourite game of all time. Even when I yeah. wasn't enjoying this one, that wouldn't have changed. Or when I did eventually finish this one I think it's actually probably an overall better game than the first I suppose it's still Mm -hmm. my favourite game Um, so how are you coming into this you I know that you very much like The Last of Us and were you like me do we really need a sequel um I I think and I I know through the multiple conversations we've had you were very much on the um, stance of I don't need any more from The Last of Us (laughs) And it'd be interesting to see what you think uh, after, obviously, completing the second one, whether uh, you think uh, that the story mm. was interesting enough to be told. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I love The Last of Us. It is one of my favourite games ever. I uh, really fell in love with Joel and Ellie and just the dystopian, derelict, dark world that had been um, mm. created and produced. Uh I don't think the second one has um, stopped me at all loving The Last of Us. I still think The Last of Us Mm -hmm. is one of the best games I've ever played. I think the second game does things a little better. Yeah, for sure. And I think in some parts it does things a little worse. Okay. Uh, We'll probably come on to sort of bits and pieces as we talk through things. I don't think I don't think much worse at all. It is not an inferior game to the first mm-hmm. one by any means. Yeah, um, it's it, it's probably a better game than the first one, really, yeah. in terms of sort of gameplay wise, the feel of the characters, the weight of them, how it sounds, you know, all of those things have just been improved upon so yeah. much. It, it so, does what a, a sequel should do, like 
mm. it, 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 it elevates everything up like a few extra notches. It's it's why I, you know Ori and the Will of the Wisps is like my favorite game this year because it it just had a good like um, platform and it just like yeah. turned all these you know these levels and these notches you know up a few dials and uh, we'll get to the story because that's you know that's very subjective but objectively really like as you say the sound design the the feel of the mm. gameplay is all better in this game um, yeah. so we'll stick on gameplay I actually want to come to like probably the best thing about this game is the accessibility options. Um, mm. Just wondering if you toggled with any of those because it it goes into things like yes you know if you're colorblind or you're mm-hmm. you're hard of hearing or and it just does things like oh I just don't want the enemy AI to see me if I'm prone and stuff like that so I was wondering mm. if you uh, messed with any of that. I have done. Mm-hmm. I'm currently going through a second playthrough. Um, okay. Because there's definitely uh, when I looked through the chapter select and looked at all of the artifacts and trading cards, you know, all mm. of the collectibles, I actually missed quite a lot. <laughs> um, I think I managed to get all of the workbenches because you come across them quite naturally. Mm. I think I'd done all of the safes as well. You should pop uh, I think a I trophy, trophy if you got, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that I, I, I was like, oh, I popped that trophy and I was like, oh, that's surprising. They mm. didn't seem that out of the way. Um, maybe that's intentional design, but yeah. There's yeah, there's a couple mm-hmm. which you have to sort of find. Mm. Um, I, I've just finished the um, the first area of Seattle through yeah. my second playthrough, just on the courthouse um, and um, the hotel. And there's a couple in there mm-hmm. um, where you could miss them completely. Yeah. You know, you, you you might not go even go to the bank. Um, which is an extra area. There's one which is kind of hidden be- behind an overturned... Is it an overturned truck or on its side truck? And you have to, like, you know, get glanced through a gate right. and it is round sort of the corner. So there's a couple of things like that you could miss. But whilst I'm going through my second playthrough, I have turned on some of the accessibility options. So I've put on the option which allows you to um, track your collectibles. So yes. when you come up to one, it's got a tick over it to tell you whether you've had you've, you've picked that one up or not. Okay. And I've also tweaked the um, the listen mode, so it, it kicks mm-hmm. up a lot quicker mm-hmm. and the radius is a lot bigger. Yeah. Generally, because I'm just trying to clear through areas a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, I want that that fast fast yeah. play. Um, but this kind of allows me to to do that even better, so I can mm. get into an area ping up my listen mode and actually rather than just maybe two of them two of the enemies showing up which is sort of the closest <laughs> within 20 meters i'm seeing five of them in 30 seeing the whole of seattle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it i know where all four thousand enemies are dotted across uh it, it, it's just allowing me to move through areas mm. a lot quicker um and uh just to experience more of the uh, environmental storytelling and all of those notes and, and things like that. Mm. So I have I did play around a little bit with changing because you can you can change the colours of, of yourself and enemies and items okay. as well. Right, yeah. um, but I didn't feel it while I was playing through. It was a bit too kind of jarring yeah. to have this blue blue character and this <laughs> yeah. red enemy kind of running towards you. Who's not Sonic and Tails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, how about yourself? Have you, did you talk um, with accessibility much? Yeah, because um, you told me prior to the game coming out, it was like, oh, there's a lot of options for like um, um, 
motion sickness and first mm. few hours of the game I was like okay I am starting to feel this so yeah I turned off like uh, motion blur and was it head bob and yeah oh was it screen shake I think those were like it, it comes under a separate section which is great it's like okay mm. this is my specific issue I can just toggle these on and off um I I'm not sure if I'm going to do a second playthrough or or get any like the platinum or anything but mm-hmm. as someone who has like a, a been an achievement hunter in my dark past like those accessibility <laughs> options just like yeah even surface level i want all the the, the trophies it's like it's so good that it's in the game and absolutely um, yeah you got a perfect score on i think it's called can i play that the accessibility mm. review site which is i think other than like gears 5 um is like yeah one of the few games to get like a perfect score like and and I think this goes well beyond Gears 5 so, but it's good to see like first party games and studios and Microsoft and Sony pushing that so yeah, hopefully absolutely. that'll become a standard um sooner yeah. rather than later but yeah uh yeah let's stick on gameplay what are your mm-hmm. overall thoughts you said that it, you, you think it plays better than the first game like in terms of stealth action adventure like where would you rank this um, pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really fluid. So um, things like the gunplay feels weighty. There is a a, a speed to it which yeah. makes you have to consider using cover. You know, you can't just run and gun through as you could do in something like Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you very much have to use cover uh, and flow between being a bit more action heavy and into stealth mm-hmm. so suddenly you can kill two enemies and four more will turn up and you've just got to completely change your tactic mm. uh, and it allows you to do that very easily you know there's not really kind of oh now I have to go into stealth mode it's just crouch move slower yeah. pick, pick put a silencer on your weapon use maybe smoke bombs and things like this to create distractions and move around like there's a, there's a, a nice arsenal at, at your disposal to be able to do that and change mm-hmm. and uh, I mean this is a spoiler class so yes. uh, oh, by I, the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the distinction in the gameplay between Ellie and Abby yes. was really good as well mm-hmm. the difference between those two characters was, was well realised and whilst Abby wasn't anywhere near as um, or, or she was kind of close to, to Ellie in her stealth elements, but you felt, or I felt, that actually she had a bit more power to her. Things like yeah. the pipe bombs and stuff. Um, She's Rambo, were... and it's awesome. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, this is probably up there with like my favourite stealth games. I was thinking like when I was playing it, it's like when did Ellie turn into like Solid Snake and stuff like and, and just yeah. diving and like you know popping off headshots and everything, and it it absolutely gives you that freedom of like movement and and switching up the tactics as you say, going from mm. like stealth to into action and stuff like that. Um, I played on normal. I'm guessing you did too. On normal difficulty? Yes, mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And I think they really tweaked it well because at, at first, and maybe probably throughout most of the game, I thought it was on the easier side, uh, definitely mm-hmm. compared to the first game. But I, I realise that's that isn't a bad thing because it, it, it gave me that freedom to, oh, when I mess up stealth, which is always very often in any stealth game... <laughs> 
it's so exciting to then just be like, okay, forget this. I'm not going to save Scum. I'm, you know, mm. I may not like try and get into stealth again. And I think it's really cool how like enemies is when they see you, they're not like dumb AI who are just like, oh, it's been five minutes. <laughs> they must have gone. Yes, they're absolutely. not. They're not here anymore. Um, let's just go back to our usual patrols. No, they're always on high alert. Um, I think that's really cool, but it, yeah, it gives, it, it makes you, it's better that way because it's like, oh, I've messed up, but I have the tools, they've given me the tools, they've given me the freedom of mu movement and stuff, to, oh yes, I have to go loud now, and every encounter yeah. it just feels so, like, white-knuckled, stressful, mm. um, like, just improvising, like, using your environment, running away when you have to, and just... Yeah, it's so good at doing that, like, switching yeah. from those two extremes. It's not like, I, I don't know, Hitman, where it's like, oh, if you get into a gunfight, you're basically dead, because that's just the yeah. kind of game it is. But, no, Ellie can sprint away. She, You'd think Hitman being, like, a super soldier, like, clone, he'd be able to, and he can just pull himself up onto buildings, he'd be able to sprint, but no, he just jogs away when he's in a firefight. But, there you go. <laughs> but that's the game. Whereas this is like, yes, we want to give you all those options, and... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's probably why, yeah, it's up there with like some of my favourite stealth games because mm. going loud and messing up is still really fun. You don't you don't feel punished, you, and you feel yeah. like, oh, I just got through this encounter by by a scrape, you know. So mm. I really enjoyed that about this game. But um, yeah, I think we should try and move <laughs> on to tackling some of this. Mahusiv uh, story, uh, as yeah. Ellie would say, uh, that's a big boy, because um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll skip over the first like kind of main bits because it is just tutorial at the start. Um, mm -hmm. I thought the snowball fight was like a really cool yes. way of tutorializing yeah, shooting. Mm. Absolutely, Kim um, was watching me play mm -hmm. uh, at the start of the game. And she actually commented, she said, that's that's really clever. Yeah. I've never seen like this in a game to get mm -hmm. you to understand how it works. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, it, it feels really good. Uh, I don't know whether you can, I assume you can lose that snowball fight by just standing <laughs> there and can. doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, I love how it's like, yeah, we hate these kids. Do you want to F them up? <laughs> <It's> like, <yeah. laughs> uh, I think, yeah, Uncharted 4 did like, he was up in his loft with like a like toy Nerf gun, wasn't he, or something like that, and that mm. was his tutorial for that. But yeah, it's really like yeah, because you're not going to be thrown into a firefight straight away, so that was a nice yeah. way of doing it. Um, but yeah, you're basically introduced into the game knowing that there are tensions between uh, Ellie and Joel, mm -hmm. and. It's basically Ellie and Dina, who is my ride or die. I love Dina. Everyone <laughs> should love Dina. Um, you know, recounting the night before, which was... It's weird, because they show actually showed that part of like them in like the, uh, the marquee kissing yes. at E3. So I had that context. I'm wondering if I never had that context. I'd be like... Oh, what actually happened, you know? Um, mm. I wonder how I would have read into that, but even so, they, they recounted that, and it's basically, oh, things with Ellie and Joel ain't great. Ellie and Dina have this burgeoning relationship, and yeah, you basically go on patrol, um, and then 
we'll just skip forward. It's like then randomly you take control of Abby. So mm. Ben, were you, were you spoiled on this game? Did you know anything about Abby prior to going in? Or, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I was I was really lucky. I managed to avoid yeah. almost everything. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't know that you played uh, as Abby, and I was. I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. when it kicked to her. Yeah. I just thought, oh, this is interesting. I wonder if it is just this small section to mm-hmm. get us to a a, a story point, um, which it, it is. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, obviously, that then comes back a lot in the the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, oh, this it's just an interesting take. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even remarked to Kim as. Um, as you see the ski lodge or the, the the big house up on the hill overlooking that town, I did remark to him. I said, "Oh no, I think I think this is going to happen," and he <laughs> he did. Yes. Um, I didn't quite get the exact um, method yeah. and things like that. Uh, but I <laughs> the said, murder oh, I weapon. You wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I I said to him, "Right, I reckon these these people are out uh, looking for Joel. I reckon yeah. he's done something to mm-hmm. them." Uh, not knowing what that was or anything like that, but yeah, I managed to say spoiler free um, through my first playthrough, and just uh, as I say, just thought that it was a good vehicle to kind of move the mm. the story along rather than it being you know what it actually yeah. was. Yeah, I knew something was up. I just wasn't sure what it was. The moment I knew something was up was um, when you cut forward a bit, and I mean, I knew they were talking about you know. Tommy and Joel, but yeah. I wasn't sure in like what context. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, are they for you know for malicious reasons or something else or yeah, didn't know what it was. And it, the moment I knew is when um, Abby eventually, you know, she's running through the snow and like eventually like ten thousand uh, infected come at her and you're in this chase scene and then she meets up with Joel and Tommy yeah. and Tommy introduces them. And it's so good, like just the animation and the motion capture and everything. Mm. Abby, her look, she was like, "Yep, oh crap, these are the people." Yeah, that's exactly like, yeah. exactly the same moment. Yeah, yeah. I thought it's just so subtle but so brilliant at the same time. Mm. But um, just before she meets Joel and Abby, um, Ellie and Dina are on their patrol, and they get to that weed farm, <laughs> which is. Yes. <laughs> Which is, I burst out laughing when I saw like the gas mask with like the bong attached. Mm. <laughs> I was like, okay, you gotta pass, uh, was it Eugene? You gotta spend yes, the apocalypse yep. one way or the other. But yeah, that was, that was just like more time with like Ellie and Dina on their own, which was, we obviously get that in Seattle day one to, is it just Seattle day one? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that part. And it was just like such a natural relationship they've obviously been friends for yeah. a few years so yeah i enjoyed that i think the only only part i was aghast at mm-hmm. uh in the in the the weed factory was where she smashed the jar on the floor and yeah. the floor could be wet just just crack it or something you know don't, don't chuck all these spliffs all over the floor what are you doing i think that's was... like a week's worth or something <laughs> there might have been enough supply there still i don't know if it or was it um I guess it hadn't been tended to for a while, so... Yeah, I think yeah. it was all dead, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah, shame. Um, poor Eugene. Um, but yeah, we'll go back to when... Basically, Abby kills Joel. Mm. Which, were you surprised it happened this early in the game? Like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I was. Um, I knew that it was going to... Well, 
I thought that it was going to happen as soon as they got to the house mm. and they walk in and Tommy starts talking. I thought, this is it. It's going <laughs> to happen this early. Like I can't see any filler in between. And obviously, yeah. we, we kind of take charge of, of Ellie again before it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a very short sort of section. So it does come around really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I, well, again, I didn't know that they were gonna that, that Joel was gonna die. I hadn't had that spoiled for me. Uh, and I think I, f- I did feel that there was gonna be a big character death, but I thought it was gonna be Dina. Same. So yeah. I thought they were gonna kill her off really early, and that was gonna be Ellie's um, thing. They they done very well in their marketing material, Sony and Naughty Dog. At uh, there's a scene where. Jesse actually turns up in cool. Seattle. We'll come to you and later because and, and he grabs her yeah. from behind. <laughs> but in the in the promo stuff, yes. they cut that then, showing Joel straight afterwards. Mm, yeah, and I had it in my head that obviously he turns up in Seattle to find her. That's kind of what I built up. So to have that sort of flipped was was really good, and, mm. and I I kind of was uh, both like not upset that they'd killed Joel off. Right. I, I kind of thought, yeah, this makes sense. I, I absolutely understand why they've done this, but it kind of, it, it just enshrined in me that this was Ellie's game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rather than the first game was Joel's game. Yes, I, I thought the first one was Ellie's game as well. Yeah. Like, in a strange way, like, that was more of a coming of age tale for Ellie. Mm. <laughs> And Joel was just the vector that we yeah. played as yeah. to see Ellie's journey, but because Joel's an old man and he's 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 so he's so far gone, he bless him, yeah. you know. Like, he had what was coming to him, so it was like I I love Joel as a character, despite his flaws, but yeah, he had it coming because I'm very much in the camp of what he did in the first game was wrong. It was like no. I do not have children, so I'm coming from a very, uh, this is what I do to save humanity, and you know, mm-hmm. which is probably a, a position none of us can actually put ourselves into, and I'd probably just like flip-flop and just save her as well at the end of the day, <laughs> but like from, from from you know, just, just thinking about it, I'll just be like, no, I, I'd have to do it for the sake of humanity. Absolutely, know? and uh, I think um, there's points in the first game where you realise that Ellie has become like more to Joel, um, and yes. it isn't sort of like a replacement daughter. Is kind of her own uh, uh, has her own relationship with him, mm-hmm. um, and and he feels the same way um, about her as he did with with Sarah. And I don't think it's through <laughs> a, I, I don't think it, it's him thinking I couldn't save Sarah. I've got to save Ellie. I think it was more just I've got to save. Ellie, yeah, um, and I can completely understand why he, the, the, the character, made that decision. Yeah, uh, and why they, and why they made that decision for the for the story. Yeah, and I well. love that decision, and mm. yeah, I'm glad that wasn't a choice at the end of the first game. And yeah, yeah, I I knew why Joel did it, but it's like it's it's kind of it's so nuanced because it's like oh, this feels abusive at the same time. It's like he's lied to her. What actually happened? He took. I mean, you hear Ellie saying it in this game, like, you took away my choice to have my life actually matter. Mm. And it's like, he's completely dependent on her and not the other way around. So yes, it's like, yeah. 
but you see it from the other side as well but um yeah basically joel had it coming to him it, um maybe not in such a gruesome way but i think later when you find out why abby is so vindictive towards him i'll be like yeah you, you you got what's coming to you but yeah i was surprised it happened so early but it didn't hit me until you then went to joel's house i was like mm. oh they're at his grave after after that you know cutscene happened and it's like oh no I'm gonna have to when they're saying oh we have to go to his house I was like oh no I'm not ready for this because I was like I'm gonna find his watch <laughs> I was yeah. like, and at that point yeah I was oof, oof. yeah I was just like yep <laughs> here are the tears but yeah mm, mm. That, 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 that's when it hit me but um I'm guessing you were, yeah. were, 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 were just tears everywhere Kim was holding <laughs> you <laughs> Um, I don't think at that point like I don't think through say most of this game that I had uh, that I cried it was was Mm -hmm. only sort of right at the end that I actually wept Mm -hmm. but had sort of tears and and was upset Um, I think when they went to the house I was just a bit more kind of like oh Mm -hmm. oh no this is it is heartbreaking it is brutal Um, but I wasn't quite um wasn't quite touched, maybe, as you were for that moment. Yeah, I think I was more... I know what the game's trying to do, talking at my, harsh, at my heartstrings. I was just more upset for Ellie. <laughs> you know? mm. I was like, oh, man. Um, and, yeah, it's even more upsetting later on when you find out the context of their relationship at that point. Absolutely, but, um, yeah, yeah. Right after that, they're like, yeah, revenge mission time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy and... and uh, oh, here's the game, sure. Yeah, yeah, here's the game. So... Basically, um, Tommy's already gone at this point to seek mm-hmm. revenge. Um, Ellie goes with Dina because Dina's uh, her ride of die. Um, mm. I think Dina goes with her basically because she thinks I can talk her down. I can eventually get Ellie to be like, "Okay, you know, you're upset, but it'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> you probably had it coming to him." You know, and, and I think Dina's always trying to be that balancing force against Ellie's, like, you know, just hell-bent quest on revenge, so... Mm. There, there mm. are lots of little moments, lots of little uh, bits of dialogue. Um, I think when you get into the... I can't remember if when you get into the hotel or somewhere else, uh, but um, Ellie mentions the WLF being killed by... Um, by all of the, the clickers and uh, the infected, oh, yeah. and Dina says Dina says something like, um, "But wouldn't that be wouldn't that be enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, wouldn't it be good if if they are dead? If even if it was through all of the infected, I think Ellie says something like it wouldn't be justice. Yeah, uh, or at least you know for her it wouldn't be justice. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you're right that Dina is there just to just to try and give her more of a level head and mm-hmm. slow her down and to try and talk her back. Yeah, yeah, I picked up on that line as well. It's like, no, Ellie's going to go through this regardless now. She doesn't care mm. like how you know if Abby were to die in front of her eyes. She yeah. wanted to be the one who did it. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard for me because like Seattle day one and in fact the whole of the first like couple days of Seattle the first time you do it with Ellie um mm. this was long because they basically packed like the whole of Uncharted Lost Legacy into into uh yeah. this game and it was at this point I was like 
Okay, I was like, when I first heard a clicker, I was like, yeah, I'm so glad to be back in this world. I love this world. It's so interesting. That hor horrendous, abhorrent sound of a clicker. It just brings up so many, you know, emotions and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it just, it was long. I, I liked looking around the different buildings, like the rope physics. Everyone talks about that. that that's great and everything. But I was like, it was at that point where I said, um, our podcast tanked up. I was like, do we really need this? Do we need another mm. one of these because it seems very much the same um and yeah it was just it, it was just so long it actually has like my favorite moment of the game i was trying to you know elude it to you when you were still playing through it but did you get the moment when she's sitting at the guitar and she plays aha uh -huh, take on me yes yeah <laughs> that is my favorite moment of the game and it's like okay this long section has been justified just by that part because I I, I I can't believe it's like missable because it's generally mm. my my absolute favorite part of the game um what did you think about this part um uh, yeah mm. and I think uh, I thought it was long and I think this is the the, the criticism that I have with uh, with the game that mm. some sections seem long just for the sake of it mm. um, so when you do this part so uh, especially Seattle day one, uh, uh, Abby's section felt a little quicker than mm -hmm. Ellie's. Ellie's felt a little bit more drawn out. So yeah. you have that big open area where you first come to, where you have to uh, go to the court, or you have to find the fuel and go to the courthouse. Then you do the uh, hotel, which is very, very short. It's only a few minutes to get mm -hmm. through that story beat. But then you're uh, captured. You have to escape the school. You then go through the streets. And it, it kind of just ticks on and on and on on um and it, it, it as you say it's kind of lost legacy all in one <laughs> sort of section uh and I, I think some of that could have been could have been cut or you could have had much shorter encounters mm -hmm. to be able to get through some of this and some of the areas seem large for the sake of them being large yeah uh as there's, there's, I think it's Seattle day one still where you are. I think yeah, it's just she does a, a lot in day to. one. Yeah. <laughs> she does a lot. <laughs> yeah, she does. Mm. It, and it's the there's that section where you move through um, some f some flats, apartments. You then get mm -hmm. onto the street and you've got a little gas station and some shops, and you move through there. Then you go back into. I oh know the that gardens bit with the dogs is a bit later, isn't it? Um, yeah, but yeah, even that section already. kind of it just felt like it kept going, you know, and I don't know whether that's because it's, uh, that the, there wasn't really an aesthetic change, there wasn't really a tonal change, yeah. all from that first part where you arrive in Seattle um, it sort of stays yeah. the same all the way through up until you get to the um, the theatre mm -hmm. and kind of the day sort of finishes really yeah, and even after then because a lot of like um, day two and day three you are on your own so you're not having yeah. that back back and forth um, like conversation, filling out you know, these characters' backstories and stuff like that So, and you're not having that banter so a lot of it is just like going through this world on your own and fighting mm. all these encounters and it is, um, it is very one note and yeah, it, it did feel quite long for me um in terms of like the big story beats that happens in that you find out that dean is pregnant um yeah 
which I saw coming. It's like when she was like oh, being, okay. you know, feeling sick. And she said, "I'm not infected." It's like, yeah, that's because you're pregnant. Um, mm. It was a bit obvious for me, um, and I was like, okay, and I I knew that was coming, but um, yeah, I think the bits that stand out for me, like just in terms of like visually striking moments, was. Um, like when you're when you're in the subway when it's all red and you've got like the infected yeah. and um it's a wlf at that point isn't it um yes. and it's like it brings in the, those left behind mechanics where i just threw a brick and it's like you lot kill each other and i'm just gonna yep. run i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go on by whilst you lot kill each other so that was oh I, w- I waited and i had mm. to sort of stealth my way around because you'd be hiding behind something mm. and one of the wlf guys would kind of run around yeah. to hide behind where you're hiding <laughs> so you're constantly trying to move away from yeah. everybody and i i think uh i think that section took me maybe three or four tries all oh, right uh, okay. three or four yeah. deaths to kind of to get through because i wanted all their shit i wanted all the ammo <laughs> all the crafting materials yeah. i wanted to explore the area um take some ridiculous photo mm. mode shots yeah and uh, yeah and yeah just try and get through and i, I don't know whether that may be extended my uh, the feeling that it was a little bit too long as mm. well that I had a few yeah. sections where actually I could have just allowed them to fight ran to the section where I can hold triangle and move mm. on to the next area yeah. and yeah. just leave them to it but I didn't I kind of extended my play a little bit instead yeah I think that's that's definitely a good point to make because yeah at some points where I was like playing for long sessions and it was like uh, an intentionally scary place like yeah in that dark subway is, it's horrific it's not like oh let's say the TV station which is also visually mm. striking with all the hung bodies but um, hanged I think is correct but hanged bodies but yeah it's it's like I'm, I don't like this this is scary I'm just going to yeah. run <laughs> and this, at that point I did that um, but yeah you also find out at that point that well Dina finds out that Ellie's um can't get infected she's immune yes i thought that was that doesn't really go anywhere like after in terms of dina being aware of that but it happened yeah Yeah. is that is that the (laughs) section right at the end of the subway where you have to where where, like almost the horde has turned up and you just have to run and you've given dina your mask i think haven't Mm -hmm. you yeah Mm, yeah yeah um but yeah that didn't really go anywhere which was weird but um she knows now. <laughs> there you are. Um, what else happened? You know, It'd be interesting to see if mm-hmm. that point, if they do mm-hmm. go on and make something else within this world, whether that point comes back to kind of not haunt Ellie, mm-hmm. but now someone else knows how much easier it may then be for someone else to overhear or find out. You know, if Dina wants Mm. to talk to her about that at some point, whether that's, whether uh, Ellie has gone back to Jackson before the sort of the last scene of the game or is on her way back to Jackson to go and find Dina, Mm. uh, whether she has that conversation, someone overhears, and suddenly Mm. it just raises kind of all hell again. Um, and if it's yeah. something that might be kind of returned to a, a later date rather than yeah. dealt with now, which, as you say, it wasn't really. Yeah, uh, that that's kind of like what I like about like the hopelessness of this like world. It's like Ellie's immune. That that should mean something, 
but mm. it doesn't anymore. And that's what makes Joel's decision to take her off the operating table, whether that would have resulted in a cure or not. That that's her and she has to live with that she has to bear that cross for the rest of her life it's like yeah i am so special yet it means nothing <laughs> and it's like oh man that's just heartbreaking but um so i like how it's like yeah it, you know like yeah you're immune so what mm. <laughs> yeah. nobody can do anything about it um probably because ellie killed like ellie and joel between them just love killing doctors but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, in that whole Seattle part, this is probably yeah, this is the longest part of the game I feel. But um, mm. what else happens? Um, yeah, you find out Dina's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Jesse comes into play in like um, one of the Seattle days, and I love Jesse. Yeah, day two, um, I think, wasn't it? Day two. Yeah. Um, as you said, that was the cutscene that they showed in the pre-release material. Yeah. Um, uh, where it would have been Joel, but it's actually Jesse, and yeah, I love Jesse. Like, I really like his. Um, he's got such a smooth voice, and he's good looking, yeah. so that helps as well. But um, yeah, he's very, very um, relaxed mm, yeah. for someone in the apocalypse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I love, I love the remark when it was like um, w- when he said, "Oh, you don't go for my type um, to Ellie," and. Uh, Ellie, no, Ellie says, "No, Jesse, you're not my type." And he goes, "Asian." And she was like, "Yeah, that's what I <laughs> yes, <mean."> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was good, um, and I thought like it's when all his, it's all his little comments as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, go and go and see your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's yeah. he's sort of he's not he's he comes across as not bitter at all mm-hmm. that they've kind of got together yeah. on the back of 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 he and Dina sort of breaking up, and mm-hmm. it, it's more a kind of jovial like punch almost yeah. it's just sort of banter between mm. them and you can kind of tell that whilst he does seem again like he is uh, has a bit more authority around Jackson um, in, in terms of sort of sending people out on on um, scavenging and on, on patrols and things like that that he still has a really good relationship with uh, Ellie and, and Dina yeah. um, and you can see that, that there's a kind of a at least some kind of almost brother sisterly kind of mm. Yeah, uh, relationship between them for sure and like when he found out that she was pregnant he was like is she keeping it it's like that's yeah. ultimately her choice and I was like yeah damn dude you, you're a bit measured you, you, you're no wonder he died <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> no wonder he died so unceremoniously which was absolutely yeah. yeah which I like I like how because I think a lot of people are just like, oh, we want everyone to have like a hero's death, and it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not in this world, especially mm. the amount of people you dispatch. Like, not everyone's gonna, you know, have a pyre built for them after, you know. Um, and I and I think that's kind of, um, I think it was more hitting as well. Yeah. Uh, when when Jesse did get shot, because it kind of comes out of nowhere, mm. I think it was much more of an oh fuck yeah moment. Yeah. That suddenly like. And his body just hits the ground. You're like, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What's ha- what the what is mm. going to happen now? Yeah. Um, leading into that nice transition into sort of the next next half of the game. But yeah. I think it was kind of just that, uh, just a very well done death. And as you say, not a hero's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of expected when all of that kind of was happening, and you think mm. something's going to happen here. I kind of expected Tommy <laughs> to be the one to 
cop it then. Yeah. Uh, instead, and I, I didn't, I didn't see Jesse being killed at all. Mm, yeah. And the game does go on to later, you know, respect him and like he, mm. he does get, you know, more, you know, more, you know, the characters talk about him remembering him in, yes. you know, good, good fashion, like after. But um, yeah, in that whole like um, Seattle. Uh, time you, you do get like two flashbacks. There was the one with um, Tommy sniping with Ellie and like mm. her and Joel going to fight the bloater. But the, the one that's more memorable is um, the museum that, uh, yeah. for her birthday. It, it probably my f- funniest moment of the game when she, she goes into the uh, when they go into the museum and she answers the phone. And she said all the dinosaurs are busy and she was like, oh no, wait, here's one, Joel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it at that point, but um, yeah, I thought that was a really sweet uh, flashback overall. And you got to see Ellie before you know the weight of the world just crushed her. You know, mm, mm. Mm. and I thought um, when you alluded uh, in uh, an episode of Tanks Up weeks ago to mm-hmm. your favourite moment, as you already talked about earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I thought you were talking about the um, Brontosaurus part. <laughs> Um, did you did you experience that with the hats? Yes, yeah. the, the hats were really good. I mean, that's just good on its own. But yeah, <laughs> no, it was the aha moment, which is my favourite. But yeah, mm. that is you know probably close the close second and stuff like that in terms of moments of levity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed it, that sequence. It's mm. interesting as well that the the moments that we enjoy are these kind of downtime moments, these character mm. building, the relationship building moments where you get to see a little bit more. About everyone, you know, with the aha moment, you can see just from the the animation and the way kind of Dina looks away and then looks back to Ellie and stuff that that she is uh, falling for her even more as kind of mm. Ellie just plays this random song that she thought she'd yeah. play. Um, and the same with the uh, with the museum moment, you can really tell that Joel is kind of trying with Ellie that he really wants to do um, not normal life stuff for her yeah. to give her some kind of joy in this you know very dark world yeah, uh, yeah. And, and and things like the um all of that the, the space exhibit and getting in the shuttle and stuff was really good i really yeah. like that uh yeah. scene yeah really 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 good um naughty dog are just so good at those moments but mm. um i think yeah the last part of ellie's first journey that we'll touch on is um just the hospital part um i i didn't re- i really just went into the chase with nora um because okay. i was just like I, i'm here now this is this is where we were always trying to get to and we had so many you know diversions on the way you know you go you have to kill a lot of people <laughs> and get a boat yeah. and stuff like that and it's like okay i'm finally here i'm not going to deal with any of these people in this hospital i'm just going to go for nora um which at the end, like seeing Nora from the other side, I'm like, man, I did her dirty. She likes, she likes Ice Cube. It's a good day. She was cool, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh, what did you do in this uh, this section? Uh, I killed everyone. Okay. <laughs> How long did that take? Because I was like, I'm not uh, doing ages, this. Ages, <laughs> absolutely ages. Uh, but there is a. Um, and again, that's one of the scenes that you had been shown a little bit of. They'd done sort of a walkthrough of that area mm. in sort of promo footage and things. And actually, I think what I did was I waited for everyone to sort of clear away and then went and stood in the... There's a tower which you can get up onto. 
and then you can jump between the tower okay. and a little platform which lets you look in to the left hand side of the hospital basically I just jumped between those and right. just took people out with the um, with the bow and arrow right. um, yeah. and the uh, do you have this you have the silencer at that point as well I think um, so it was mm. kind of just I, I mean I stealthed through a lot of that and it did take a, a reasonable amount of time yeah. again another way that I've extended that kind of play for me I, I think I think overall the game took me about 32-ish hours okay. something yeah. around that mm-hmm. uh, and, and some of that I mean probably two hours of that is me doing combat when I didn't yeah. have to yeah yeah because I was like this is this reminds me of like um was it the hotel in the first game, which was a very mm. long session? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna go get Nora, and yeah, Ellie beats the crap out of her to get information. Which yeah. is, what did you think of that scene? Um, so it's kind of the last scene, isn't it, where it cuts? Um, yeah. And I seem to remember she stands. Does she just stand holding the pole, and then you can press the button to do it? Yeah, square or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm. I think I sat there for a good sort of five or six seconds, thinking, maybe ten seconds, thinking, should I? Yeah. Should I do this? And I've got no idea whether it would have cut or done it automatically, but I did press the button to do it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely felt like I didn't need to, uh, and that. That leads sort of right towards the end of the game as well, mm-hmm. where I th- there's definitely decisions that the characters make. Where I'm thinking, you do not need to do this. This is this is just just fucking leave it alone. Like, <laughs> just 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 drop it now. Yeah. You don't need this. Uh, and definitely, like the brutally beating Nora was mm-hmm. definitely one of those uh, one of those points. I like the chase sequence. Yeah, um, yeah. it was a nice. Uh, uh, change of pace to just having a big area and sort of having to kill or stealth around sort of everybody something a little bit different uh kind of played a little bit on the idea of you know like the boat sequences where you you have one path really to kind of get through Mm -hmm. and you're just sort of navigating around it Uh, but yeah it was a good sort of uh scene Uh, and i think for me for ellie's sort of story that was one of the one of the better Sections, you know, the say mm. the, the the chase with Nora, that then that bit within the bottom of the hospital, that little fight there, which is really tense and really brutal, yeah, and then the encounter with her as well was one of the better parts, I think, of Ellie's uh, sort yeah. of entire story because you kind of see both how brutal she is, but also kind of how vulnerable she can be, and then again how racked with rage she can be, like her emotions yeah. just all over the place yeah. in that. It, yeah, it's really refreshing to see, like, you know, A, a lead female character, but having that, so many ranges and depths, and you get that mm. with Abby later on, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just that this point, it was like, yeah, I waited a few seconds, I was like, I don't really want to bash her skull in, but, um, so let me wait, but it's like, yes, you have to do it. And, okay. yeah, I like those choices, like, yes, you, you do have to do this, this is Ellie's journey, this is Ellie's story, mm. and this is what I want to say, and... Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking to see like the jovial kid that Elliot is in like those flashbacks and in the first game, and just seeing like what has become of her now, just through yeah. like all the grief and having that, um, as I say, the weight of the world on her sh- shoulders, knowing that she's immune and she can't do anything to to help anybody or do anything about it. Um, so I like 
even though it is very dark and maybe you know some people don't like that about the game but it's like yeah in this world I, it would be hard to stay that you know carefree teenager and stuff like that mm. especially when you've seen Joel get his head beaten in with a golf club yeah, so, yeah absolutely yeah um, yeah and then yeah you cut back to um, the theatre Jesse gets shot Abby's there and, you know, I was just thinking how is Abby here like what has happened mm. And then you switch perspective. You wake up as Abby. What were your initial thoughts when you woke up as Abby? Um, I, I will say that I was enraged. I was like, I don't care about this person. I hate her. She's killed all. I I don't want to play as her again. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. I don't. I don't think I was that angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was more intrigued. Mm-hmm. I think it was a more of a oh okay this is where they've decided to take this uh rather than kind of it moving into a Mm. a final encounter because i i you know i got to that point and i'm thinking oh actually this feels a little short for the the game um and then suddenly there's another whole whole half of it uh, maybe not quite, but uh, no, it's yeah, more than I, half. I, <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I think it's like oh, another twenty hours. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely thought um, when Abby turned up, oh shit, yeah. this is it's going to kick off now. And then when it, yeah, the change perspective definitely had me like, oh okay, mm-hmm. all right, I'm definitely up for more. I definitely want to see okay. more of what's going on. Uh, super interested to see how they can make me relate to this character yeah. now and, and, yeah. and how uh, they can portray her mm. and make me feel something and not just jump off the highest point yeah. the first moment I get just to see a death animation um, <laughs> uh, over and over again yeah. uh, which I would imagine yeah. some people probably, probably did probably. yeah you had a much more measured approach I was like I don't want to do this and then when I mm. saw like her picking up like weapons and then she had her own skill tree I was like are you really doing this? And yeah. then it wasn't until like Seattle Day Two when that that that, that you know title card uh, popped up. I was like, oh no, you lot are committing to this. <laughs> you mm. lot are making me play as Abby for the whole of um, the three days in Seattle. And yeah, but I mean, we'll come to it later. But by the by the end of it, I like Abby as a character more in this game than I liked. Mm-hmm. Obviously because Ellie's choices are they both make bad choices, but Ellie's yeah. just become progressively worse. Um I really liked Abby you know, as a character and she's just a badass and like Yeah, she is. Yeah, and, and like Laura Bailey is one of the best voice actresses ever, so she did a great job with her and it's like, yeah, they made me they they got me over to the other side. It's like, no, I actually care about Abby and Mm. I like her as a character, um, despite her flaws and everything. But um, we'll probably run for just a little bit more because we got through quite yeah. a lot. And I think Abby's mm. Seattle's uh, a lot shorter than Ellie, so we'll go for a little bit longer and probably just talk about. I mean, if you, if you well, want, can hmm. I can I return to a point? Yeah, of course. Uh, back on back in in mm-hmm. Ellie's, uh, I can't remember what day it is. Whether it's day two or day three, when you. Um, I think it's day two when you first come up against the scars. Oh but gosh, yeah, completely forgot about that. Mm. I think it's interesting that that we had 
that Ellie almost has three very different um, enemies uh, to kind of mm. play with. And then when you get to Abby, really there's only kind of two um, until mm. a certain sort of turning point again yeah. later on. Yeah. It does become three, but that's not for a very for very long. But I really like the, the difference. You know, it's not just humans and infected that are the two enemy types. <laughs> there are these the, the, the wolves and the uh, and the scars. These kind of two different factions which fight and move around the environment very very differently. Uh, and I think I I don't think I found it any harder mm. to fight the scars it just made me definitely take a more stealthy and slower yeah. approach they seem to be a little bit more kind of coordinated at least yeah, in those first sure. few encounters that you get with them uh, and that was just an interesting kind of point to think well uh, you know okay I'm sort of halfway through Ellie's section and suddenly mm. they've introduced this completely new faction these uh, this new way to sort of try and play which does then influence maybe the way you go back and interact or fight with the yeah. the the wolf faction sort of later on you know you're learning a little bit more you're kind of refining your fighting style and technique and, and as we talked about earlier how it flows between those two <laughs> when you can be stealthy when you can be aggressive yeah uh, and it was yeah. just a nice uh, insert to have something different to break up the kind of the monotony of going yeah. humans infected mm-hmm. uh, search the environment fights more infected now fights more humans uh, it just just something else mm-hmm. to uh, um, yeah not to pace it differently but just to give you a little bit more variety, variety yeah yeah I completely forgot because um, scars are very much more you know involved in Abby's half mm. but it, yeah it went what I like about it, I'm a bit conflicted because I love how they have fleshed out this world, like the wolves and the scars have been going out for years, and that just gives you more context outside of Ellie's um, like bubble and it's yeah. like, yes, this give, this fleshes out more of the world and you realise that it's not really the last of us there's still other people out there and mm. they're just as messed up as everybody else and it's I like that and I liked how like the scars were like you know foreshadowed and as these i mean that like they were hanging people gutting people and stuff yeah. like that it's like that horror element to it it's like you it was it took a long time before you actually got to the scars as ellie and you got like an arrow through your shoulder which is really like surprising and yeah. stuff like that um so yeah i enjoyed that and and another part of me is like i wish they were just like this ever present you know this presence in this world but you never actually encounter them and they're ju- you're just mm. like they're like basically like jaws or something like it's like he's not that mechanical shark is that looks fake as hell now is barely in the film <laughs> mostly due to budget constraints but yeah it's yeah. like that you you just don't know whether you're going to see them or not and stuff like that and there's always this this cloud hanging over you but um, because they definitely seem less threatening when you meet Yara and Lev which is the point, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we want to humanise these people as well yep. um, but yeah I completely forgot about that um, yeah, that that, uh, that that bit through the forest was scary yeah, yeah there were some, some moments, I think it's it's only heightened sort of how um, how they sort of shifted, because none of the human element mm-hmm. is really kind of horror, it's more the infected, and the scars kind of sit somewhere in the middle Yeah, uh, you know, it's all very dark it's night time, you're moving through the park 
and you just whistling man yes (laughs) that's it that's the point it's the whistling it's kind of even when you think you've killed all of them suddenly and i don't know whether they've done this on purpose you just hear a little whistle off in the background like shit are there still enemies around because you don't know uh, what it means yeah yeah i think if you put on subtitles i've heard someone say if you put on subtitles it it describes what the whistle means but oh. if you're playing it without, it's like, I don't know what that whistle means. Does that mean they've seen me? Does that mean they know somebody's dead and stuff like that? Yeah, so I thought that was like a really simple but effective way of creating that horror and, yeah, that new dynamic to enemy, uh, uh, human enemies. Um, yeah. How much time have you got, Ben? Um, five minutes. Five minutes. Okay, probably. okay. Um, I think we'll wrap up by just mm-hmm. saying like you, you're very much introduced to Abby's crew like right at the start right from the beginning yeah. um, and her reasons for uh, having that vendetta against Joel so let's, let's, let's cut to the, the zebra part because I think that's the first time we get introduced mm-hmm. to like Abby a bit more um, when she's younger um, at what point did it hit home that it's like, oh yeah, Joel killed my dad, who's the surgeon? Uh, I think almost straight away. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of almost as soon as that scene right. opened. And yeah. she said, uh, like the first thing she says is, uh, she mentions her dad. Mm. I can't remember whether she's just talking to herself uh, or whether she says, oh, dad, where are you? Or something mm-hmm. like this. You're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I didn't realise that until they... Uh, you two get to the end of that scene and they look out over the hospital I think I didn't realise up until that point that it were, that he was the doctor and it was for the scene from the first yeah. game yeah. I thought it might have been you know when they're looking I didn't even know what animal it was they were looking for either when you're going through that area and I thought I bet they find a trapped animal he's trying to help it and Joel like sees like a threatening line or some shit like that, and just decides to shoot it and kills him or something instead. You know, I had no idea. And suddenly, you get through that section, and hit that hospital, and I'm like, oh, another oh moment in this game, yeah. like where those those story parts from the first just tie in very very well. It's it's when he said, oh, I need to prep for surgery, and I was like, oh god mm. damn it, he's the doctor that Joel killed, and then. I, I don't know if it's right after that, but when you see Marlene, which is, uh, I, I, oh yeah, when she said, "Oh my God," it was when she said, "Okay, we we should really tell Joel." I was like, mm. "That that was just oh God," you know, like pit in my stomach. Oh God, you you've basically signed your own death warrant and everybody else's by doing what she thought was the right thing, and it's like, mm. yeah. And then I was like. If only you hadn't told him. <laughs> and it was just like, oh. yeah. I was like, oh, she tried to do the right thing, and then she got a bullet in the head for it. You know, it's just like, and that just made me angry at Joel. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Let's just finish off on saying, like, okay, you get introduced to Abby's crew. What are your thoughts on them? Like, do you have a favourite? Other than Alice the dog, of course. Um. Um, I, I mean, I think, uh, and I would imagine you're pushed to like Manny more than most mm. of them. Uh, he's a little bit kind of cliche. Yeah, he's in definitely his portrayal. a caricature. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Uh, but he's you know well humoured. He he helps in you know interesting uh, areas and parts. Mm-hmm. 
um, trot, almost again in a similar kind of role that Jesse was for everybody. You know, he is the slightly more experienced kind of mm-hmm. character, telling you how to move around and move through places, especially in that that first sort of section where you're with Mel as well, um, and he's obviously looking out for her too. Mm. Um, uh, I think they they kind of they did well with him in one regard, but not so well with him in in as you say yeah. as a as kind of a caricature of mm-hmm. of a character. Uh, but yeah. I don't I, I don't think there were any other characters from Abby's crew that I really connected with. Um, not even Vita Girl. <laughs> Vita Girl and Vita Boy. You talk to her, maybe, maybe twice. Twice <laughs> yeah. you talked to her, maybe. Yeah, and she says um, F video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again like Nora I yeah. can I can see like yep yeah, I can see why uh, I liked Nora you know, at the end I, I can't believe I hunted her down <laughs> bashed her head in after that <laughs> yeah and there's uh, I mean Owen I never took to at all really? but again no not at all Owen's like one uh, of my favourite characters oh yeah. I don't know I don't know I just I instantly thought mm. this guy seems like an, an ass <laughs> just seems like an ass no no, Owen is I think it's the scene, I think it's the scene on the uh, Ferris wheel. Yeah, and I'm like, she clearly, un- she's clearly uncomfortable with what you're doing. You're just, you're just being an ass. Well, Owen's hot, so he's good. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like Owen. We'll we'll get to him later because he features more in the story than any of the others. Yeah. Um, I like the the friendship between Manny and Abby more than Manny himself. Um, yeah. Mel, well, less said about Mel. She's. <laughs> it's funny because like Ashley Birch is probably. I obviously don't know her personally, but she seems like the nicest person on earth, and yet mm. she played Mel so well that it's like I know this woman. And this is that secretly judging woman who will just tell you that with her eyes and not really say it. Like, and I don't mm. like that woman. And it's like, yeah. I I, just like Abby couldn't care about Mel. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I think it's re- it was really cool seeing like, oh yes, a pregnant woman can handle her own. Women mm-hmm. aren't just useless the minute they become pregnant. It's like, yeah, she's she's like what six months pregnant and still going on patrols and stuff like that and holding her own. So that was yeah. cool to see. She's she's been written as a good uh, vehicle for characterization of both Abby and Ellie as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. w- when when Ellie um, when Ellie kills her, just her kind of sudden breakdown at the idea that she's killed someone who is pregnant yeah. uh, was definitely sort of like a turning point which you kind of think oh shit like she she like the, has the fight gone out of her from this mm-hmm. point obviously at that point Tommy and, and Jesse turn up and sort of drag her away yeah. um, and you just sort of think oh shit like yeah. this is kind of is this is this it um, I was just like oh crap in the moment but obviously finding out that Mel's just an arse I felt less guilty about it yeah. which is yeah, which is great it's like yeah this is the game wants you to feel more for these characters and less for these characters mm. depending on which mm. perspective you play so that was great but yeah um, yeah we'll wrap it up there because cool we're I, as I say I think Abby's Abby's journey even though it's it's my preferred part of the game to, mm. than like Ellie's first like Seattle day one to three it's definitely, yeah, a, a, probably a lot shorter to um, get through. So, sure. And then we got the whole section after that, which is <laughs> again another yeah. massive part. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to talk about both of those in 
Yeah. Our next spoiler cast, which will come out next week. But yeah, I enjoyed this. It's it's been cathartic talking about it. Good. Finally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I would assume even next week's going to be even more. We'll both be weeping. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to work some things out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna get together again next Monday, mm-hmm. uh, probably around the same sort of time. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and run through the second half or, yeah. or the back end of the game. Well, everything uh, just cemented for me. You know, mm, it's, it's when it really, you know, every all the narrative threads, you know, tied together so well, and where I really started to enjoy the game. So yeah, we'll talk mm. about that next week. Nice, and allows people mm. if they haven't. Uh, if they haven't finished it yet, yeah. to to do that second half, even though we've spoiled the second half already. Oh, bits. I think we've done well. Probably too. play all just of the game before yeah, you just, listen to yeah. us. I'll t- say it now, right <laughs> at the end. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Good. We'll cool. wrap it up here. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye. 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 Oh, go to outliers.net and all that stuff. Yeah. Follow us. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>